10 years from now, they'll all be in their 20s. And, you know, it's just it, time just keeps moving on. So it's just making sure that, you know, we're planting that seed in our youth and letting them know, you know, that, hey, look, you got this. Like, you know, it's, it's that's that's really the whole theme of the whole thing for me. Uh, yeah. In May of 2020, the citizens of Richmond, Virginia, took to the streets to protest racial inequality, police brutality, and the monuments to Confederate generals that line our historical streets and city parks. As a result, African-American artist and community activist Hamilton Glass chose to create a public art project that brings together artists from different cultural backgrounds to paint murals that start conversation and heal the divides between us. That project is called Mending Walls. Hey everyone, I'm Hamilton Glass, the founder and creator of Mending Walls. Today I'm here with Hassan Roberts and Shaylin Broughton. Hey guys. Hey. How are you doing? Thank you guys for being here with me today. You all did your Mending Wall on the Children's Museum in downtown Richmond. Um, but before we kind of get into that, I want to kind of let you guys formally introduce yourself and let uh, let everyone know what you do. So, uh, Shay, I'll let you go first. Hi, everyone. I'm Shaylin Broughton, and I'm an abstract artist. Um, I do some murals and mostly canvas uh, artwork. All right. Hi, everyone. My name is Hassan Roberts. I do large paintings, figures, flowers. Um, yeah, and some murals as well. <laughs> yeah, I think I think you guys are understanding how creative you are and the work that you do in here in Richmond, but, but I think people can, people can definitely see that through your work. So you all were introduced to the project fairly early on. Um, Shay being, Shay did some early work. I, I, I remember uh, getting into Mending Walls and putting together Mending Walls and Shay um, was probably one of the first people to, who knew because she went out and uh, scouted scouted some sites for me so thank you shay I appreciate yeah that. that was fun i always see walls and i'm like that wall needs a mural so it was fun <laughs> yeah yeah and a lot of people also don't know shay and i used to be co-workers at baskerville so yeah <laughs> we have a, a prior relationship to this but what one of the questions i like to ask all of the collaborations were when you first heard about mending walls what was your impression of it and what made you want to uh, to be a part of it. I thought it was a great project. I mean, just the idea of um, working with someone I hadn't worked with and being inspired by their style. Um, I'm always all about learning new things um, from other people. So um, just that's, that aspect alone was really cool to me. Um, and then the whole meaning behind it, um, creating hope and compassion and empathy in the community. I just, I was like, wow, that's like perfect for right now and, and just a great project in general. So uh, for me, it was kind of the same thing. Um, uh, after everything went down kind of at the end of May, beginning of June, I just really wanted an opportunity to kind of take all of that angst that was in the world and translate into something beautiful. Uh, and it was exciting when um, Hamilton, you reached out to me and said, you know, you're putting this awesome project together because that's really exactly what it, something I was looking forward to do. And uh, for me, I don't do too many art projects, so but I just felt, compelled and so passionate about what was happening that I just really wanted to jump in in any way I could. And I'm just thankful, blessed with this opportunity to do that. Yeah, yeah. 
And I think, uh, Hassan, you and I talked earlier about this too, because again, I, and I'm sure other people have heard this on other podcasts, but there were a lot of things artists all over RVA was being, were being tagged on to come, you know, lend their voice to in this moment after George Floyd had passed. And I think you were one of the, one of the artists. I was like, Hey man, I got, I got something coming soon. But, but so before we kind of get into the work, I'd like you guys to kind of visually aesthetically kind of describe what your piece looked like. Um, And then we'll kind of get into how you guys came together to make it happen. Do you want me to read the, the statement? Sure. I mean, I just thought yeah. it was a, a a good description of the the way it looked, and also just no, it's fine. It too, if that's so. the way you want to, yeah. A small child is crouched in the garden of their imagination, in the left hand holding a growing seedling of hope for the future, which has blossomed into a vibrant and diverse bouquet of flowers. In the right hand, the child holds a dandelion representing past wishes made, while the three full dandelions represent opportunities for future generations. Each of the flowers in the bouquet represent a different hope for the future, such as love, purity, transformation, innocence, and happiness. Surrounding the child is a watery fluid pattern illustrating nourishment and the connection between all life. Among the pattern and vines are words from children in our community bringing life to their wishes and dreams. This pattern continues around the building representing the process of purification and nourishment. At the end of the wall blooms a single white lotus flower intertwined with fluid pattern, which symbolizes purity and a new hope for the future. Yeah, that's awesome. You're right. That's a really good description. <laughs> it, t- it took me a while to write well, that. Although... So I'm, I'm really like when I, when I explain things with words, it's like, it's a lot harder for me. I'm, I'm an abstract thinker. So, um, <laughs> so putting yeah, yeah. Uh, something into words takes me a while. So having that written out, <laughs> I mean, it's just, it works out. No, I got you. But so when you guys, and when you guys first kind of got together to do this, what was your first, first approach and um, trying to trying to hash out a design for this? I think one of our first approaches were kind of just coming together at the site. I mean, that's that's one thing we really wanted to do. We had an idea of kind of like things we wanted to convey through the piece, but we didn't really come together until we got the Children's Museum site. And then suddenly it's like our kind of everything became a little bit more clearer about how we wanted to do this. And even with it being clearer, both me and Shay do art just kind of just kind of flows. It's not we design something really small and then it just as you're working the piece, it just becomes something completely different. So we met out there. How many times did we go out there, Shay? A couple of, uh, um, is it three? Like three, yeah. three or four and each, before we Right. Each time was important because the first time we just took two blank canvases out there, or I think it was the second time and we just just started playing around with some color ideas and then, you know, just sitting down talking. We had coffee a couple of times and we'd do sketches or we just try to figure things out. And it really was a natural flow to it, almost like a sketchbook process for one artist, uh, but it was two artists. And that's kind of when we really wanted to have that feel of being just one singular artist creating something amazing. So bringing our styles together evenly. So I think we we work really similarly where we're like just going with um, 
our emotions and yeah. how we feel about something. And, and it kind of evolves while we work yeah. both for both of us. So it just kind of naturally um, flowed. Yeah, it was funny <laughs> it was when, you, when, when they asked us for a design. Uh, we were just like, all right, uh, it's going to be this, this, and this. And we're like, trust me, it's going to look different than this, but we just, you know, it, it'll get there, I promise you. It'll be fine. But, yeah. yeah. It's a lot of fun. Well, that's awesome. And then also knowing, um, because I'm in the inner workings of uh, each community day for these projects. So each one of these projects has a community day, or if, if we can help it, has a community day, knowing you guys were really interested in working with kids, of course, because of the Children's Museum, but not just working with them, but having their voices integrated into that. Can you talk about a little bit about that also? So, I mean, one of the things that, uh, well, I'll start with the, with this movement, everything that's going on. There's always tons of adult voices out there. And, you know, as adults, we, we have seen a lot of things and we're kind of not really purposely pessimistic, but we are. Um, and it's kind of hard for us to see the hope in just the world and stuff. So I uh, just trying to get the right perspective for the Children's Museum. You know, you really want that to be somewhere where their voices are heard and where their optimism and their really just their love that they hold and just want to put out there is, can be conveyed. So I, I, I'm blessed with the opportunity to have three nieces, uh, four nieces and three, two nephews. And, you know, I don't have kids myself, so I always like look at them as like very important in my life. So I, I, I wanted to talk to them because they range from literally ages two years old to 12 and so they all, you know, have different views of the future, but at the same time, it's like, it's a future that's easily attainable for them. It's not like, it's like kind of a, this too will pass kind of, kind of attitude for kids because they, they'll oversee it. They, they know all the stuff's going on, but it could be something as simple as, you know, I just want a hamster. Who's one of my nieces said, or the other one's like, and one was just a, just a safe, safe place. And the other one was just like to see the moon and to see a koala. So those, those kind of just that ideals for kids it is important for us to like kind of, you know, harness and just understand about how come they feel like they can overcome anything. How come adults can't feel that way more often? So when we're doing our mural, like, I mean, we had Shay, how many adults came up and just said it made them feel just like full of light and full of hope. And that was kind of what we were going for, whether it be the colors, the flowers, the, just the concept of there's that emotion as a child you have when you're just bending over, like, and you're just blowing a dandelion, you know, that feeling that is just like no care in the world, just something beautiful and just out there playing that we really wanted to, that, that emotion was something that was really important for me to kind of come over. And it was funny that sketch, when we did the sketch, we were just sitting by the door and we were trying to figure out, cause we knew we wanted a kid there and we were just playing around with sketches and then that, that was what came over. So it's like that, that feeling. I mean, that, that's something that we really wanted to translate through there. And the words with the kids all over the wall, it just started with listening to their voices. So we always, I mean, if you look at this mural, it's two layers deep. There's the imagery, but then the, the closer you get, you see that it's actually built full of like wishes from kids and stuff like that, of things they want for the future, which I think is exciting. So, yeah. How did, how did you ultimately get started getting those, I guess, quotes or wishes yeah. from the kids? So, I mean, Shay, we had the idea what we wanted to get kids out there. That didn't happen. Yeah. <laughs> so so that, that never happened. Oh, but, yeah, I, I have a lot of, I have some friends who are elementary school teachers, like in the area. My mom's in a daycare, runs a daycare out in the Brandonmore area as well. And, you know, it's just really just asking them. And so I, I was able to reach out to some of these teachers and they just would ask their classrooms, like of stuff they wanted. And I had another friend who's in Chile 
uh, he teaches English down there. He was able to get some stuff for me. Some, you know, just, I just put it out there on Facebook. That, that was the main thing, but also like kids walking by. <laughs> so I was actually up there two days ago to take some photos. And then there was like, some kids and their parents looking at it. And I added more and just asked them right on the spot. Like, what did they want on the wall? You know, how did they feel? And, you know, and then we just to have it to be almost like a living mural that you can always go back and add more things to it. You know, it's at a children's museum. This is their, that's their mural. And it's like, it's the way they feel about the future. And it's, you know, it's important. So one of the things that I observe, of, I mean, of course, it's very intentional because it involves children and it's on because of the children's museum and you guys uh, revolved around that. But then um, I know when I first uh, was approached about the site and was given permission for the site, there's like this long wall on the side uh, that I was like, whoever does this, they're not going to want to like do this because there's so many bushes and things like that. Um, I mean, honestly, I would have probably tried that, but I know some, some artists are picky, you know, they just choose the easiest route. You guys, it was yeah, you guys were, (laughs) I remember receiving that call from Shay, like, Hey, can we do the long wall too? And I was like, they want to do the wall too. I was like, yeah, I'll ask them right now. Um, and, uh, we received permission to do that. Um, what was like the big inspiration behind doing that? Because um, there, that long wall also included a rose, like rose bushes too, which, mm-hmm. you know, fits in line with everything that you all do yeah. speaking about intent. Can you talk a little bit about that, Shay? Yeah. So we just, we thought, well, it's, it would look, we thought First of all, it would look weird with just the the front wall. We wanted it to wrap all the way around. And also both of us are challenge seekers. <laughs> so we're like, we wanted to take on the challenge of doing um, a larger wall. And uh, also the rose bushes we felt were, were part of what we were doing. We were incorporating roses in our design. Um, so we were like, why not make this rose bush actually part of the mural? So um, that's another reason we we ended up not doing uh, a lot of the flowers on that wall too, is because we wanted those roses to actually be the the flowers that you, yeah. So between both of you all, another question that I ask every collaboration is, did you have any challenges between the two of you? I know like part of this project is, um, you know, bringing two people together who don't necessarily know each other and come from different backgrounds. And of course, sometimes it goes smoothly and sometimes it doesn't. Did you have any challenges? And maybe it's not even between you just in, in the, in the design or the painting of this in general or the in conceptually, were there any challenges in this? I think it went really smoothly. Um, I mean, typically, <laughs> Typically, uh, collaborations, it's, it's a little bit, I mean, in my experience, it's like, I do one part and you do the other part. And with Hassan and I, it was more like we were creating something together. And that was, that's rare, I think, for, for a collaboration, at least in my experience. I mean, when you say challenges, I, I think of the challenges we had painting that other wall. But um, yeah, I mean, as far as us working together, no, I definitely, um, I think we worked really well together. Yeah. I mean, I'd say the same thing. Uh, 
I mean, I, I enjoyed the experience so much. It was like what I looked forward to all day. So, I mean, like working with Shay has been, we've known each other for a while. So that, that's one part, but and we've never worked together. But so, but we kind of took this opportunity to just, you know, just, we just melded our styles together. There was, there, I don't think there was one moment of frustration for me in the whole thing at all. So, yeah. And I mean, you know, to me, it was just, it was about the adventure and the experience. And we just, we just, I had a blast currently. I mean, I want to do it again. <laughs> so yeah, yeah, yeah. It was awesome. So that's pretty cool. So the other thing that I ask all all the collaborations is kind of what do you believe that this mural brung um, brung new to the conversation of mending walls? I mean the the obvious would be the uh, the children's voices. I mean that's something that you don't see. I mean in in our location, it was uh, necessary for sure. Um, to include that, I don't know what else, Hassan. I, I just think it's a it kind of just widens the scope of it. I mean, a lot of the murals the same way had like the, the adult themes, adult that, but I mean, and but we all just want to hear everybody's voice heard. So the kids too, for me, that, that that's that's something where we just kind of lose sight of it, and you know that they're here too, they're in this world as well, and in fact they're the future leaders of this world. So right, in absolutely. time we're going to move on, and it's going to be them leading this show quickly yeah and hopefully this will be like a time stamp for them too yeah, yeah. just yeah. thinking about like this went up because of many walls and i was this age and i remember going to the the children's museum with a mask on yeah. <laughs> yeah, because of all the challenges of 2020 yeah one of them does say the words of purpose does say virus to stop and so that's kind yeah. of like time stamps oh, it right wow. there so yeah. it's like, what was going yeah. on and they said we wrote this someone had to write that on the wall so yeah another one says um playgrounds open again i thought yeah. that was really sweet oh wow so were there any as a, as a public artist and as you know someone who paints in the public there's always a story from the wall that you were, you know what I mean? Like a story you were painting and this guy came up or this girl came up and did this. Do you guys have any stories from the, from painting? <laughs> oh, <with particular>? um, <laughs> yeah, we, we were over there for so long. There's so many. I don't, I don't even know. It just... I had to sign autographs. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We, there, there, there's, there's such a lot of moments. There's yeah. the uh, the great scaffolding fall of 2020. Oh. <laughs> that, that was the... <laughs> That's one. Give us one. Give us one. We just want one. I don't know. We, we there was a gentleman who uh, I, I thoroughly enjoyed his time. I can't remember his name right now, but he, was he interviewed. He was interviewed, right? The yeah, guy. he was interviewed, I believe. Yeah. But uh, he uh, not only watched our whole process, but like, man, he would really just cheer us on every single day <laughs> to the point where, like, as it started to evolve, like, it just you could just see like like the the appreciation of it, and it was cool to just see that in in people as we were over there. Just him as an example to a lot of people. Look, we have it was right beside the uh, cookie factory loft, so there's a lot of people just walking their dogs every day, like hanging out, just walking in circles, and they they'd come every day. And the construction going on, the construction workers too would come and just tell us like, hey man, this thing is evolving into something. They they they, they were cheering us from the beginning, but as it began to evolve, they really seemed like they became a bit more invested. And towards the end, it was just. It was cool to sit, just to hear all the the instant feedback from just people working their daily jobs or just living their daily lives and just like appreciative of what we were doing. So that's one of the things I love best about being a public artist. When you first show up, and you all both know this, but when you first show up, you uh, you're like 
putting the rough draft, rough thing up and every everyone is walking past him like what is this like what is this gonna be yeah and by like a week yeah. later everyone is kind of like changing their tune but they also are the people that that mural is for because they probably are the people who walk past it every day yeah are neighbors to it you know what i mean it's it's specifically for them and them being a being able to see it progress is kind of what makes it so special to them. But I think that's it. If Unless there's anything you guys want to add to this, um, then I just want to thank you guys for being a part of, of the project and thank you all for your time today. It's always great to be able to share the stories from, from the walls and people kind of get to see what goes in it. Um, and I just want to thank you for being, for, for sharing the stories. I do want to. I do want to read. Uh, <clears throat> I wrote some words to go along with the wall. I kind of like work, write pieces to go along with all my paintings, all of them. So if it's okay, I just want to read those before. Yes, we absolutely. Please do. Right. So um, title of this one is it's called "Once Upon with Love." So it's to me that that's just it's a story we're writing, but you just want to make sure you're including love in your stories. So that's that's why to me that's that's where that title came from. But it just goes uh once upon once upon with love, and it goes once upon a love, once upon a <clears throat> once upon a dream. She planted a garden full of love and seeds, of things they hoped, of flowers and features unknown, with blossoms of things they couldn't yet see, all with the hope of only dreams made with all the love they found in between. So I just want to make sure that that goes with it so, so people can understand a little bit. No, that's awesome. I, I love that you created that other piece of art that goes with this art. And people can find that poem on the website with the statement about, about the mural if people want to see it. Well, again, thank you guys for, for being a part of this project and thank you for your time today. Thank you, Pam, for thank putting you. us all together and yeah. and doing all the behind the scenes work. And I mean, I know that's probably really stressful. So we really appreciate you. No problem. It was worth it. <laughs> This podcast was produced by Pam Hervey and Hamilton Glass, with support by Todd Hervey, Whitney Whiting, and George Parker. It was recorded at In Your Ear Studios and edited by 19 Red. Mending Walls was created by Hamilton Glass and supported by the Community Foundation for a Greater Richmond and Altria Group. Information on this project can be found at the website www.mendingwallsrva.com. Please keep listening for details on when and where you can see the one-hour documentary on Mending Walls to be broadcast on public television. And you can listen to other episodes of this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.